confusion, chaos, and the lack of direction can lead to a whole lot of laughter, especially when, as a couple, you go through life together without the gift of sight. Join Clark and Carrie Roberts as they do life in tandem, the blind leading the blonde. Or is that the blonde leading the blind? Clark and Carrie invite you into real conversations about life, marriage, adversity, and executing your life's vision without being able to see your vision. Humor, dog stories, and insightful discussions with friends. Did we mention there'll be humor? So hit subscribe, pour yourself a cup of deliciousness, and tune in to Coffee Coffee with with Clark Clark and Carrie. Carrie. Hey everyone, welcome to Coffee with Clark and Carrie. It's time for another exciting episode today. So hopefully you have your cup of deliciousness with you. What I do. That's... I have mine. I'm actually, mine is with my beautiful K mug. Today I'm doing, it's not a K cup. It's a K mug and it is full of delicious coffee. And where did that coffee come from? Oh my goodness. We get our coffee from Trail Youth coffee home in North Bend, Washington. So thank you, Trail Youth, for all of our deliciousness that we have every single day in this house. So hopefully you have your cup of deliciousness next to you, whether that's coffee, tea, hot chocolate, or possibly wine. wine. That's right. Yes. Whatever time of day. Or spending time with you (laughs) and me. Yes. I'm not not sure how that's a cup of deliciousness, but we'll go with that. So, hey, today we wanted to talk. We had some questions last time. It was funny. A lot of people were asking, how on earth did you meet? And I have to be honest with you. um, He didn't see it coming. Just saying. Should should I tell him how we met? You should. We met on a blind date. Yes, and every single date after that has been a blind date. Right, folks? (laughs) Yes, that's true. So, we thought it would be fun today to share that story about how it all came about. I think that what we'll do though is, you know, friends, I'll tell you something. All of you know what it feels like to meet somebody for the first time, whether it be on a date or whether it be just meeting a new friend and, you know, business client, business client. And oftentimes, well, business clients a little bit different because When you're building a relationship with somebody on a more personal level, you ask questions and you get to know each other. And friends, I know for a fact that you don't go deep. You don't go for like, just go for the, go for the, go for the gusto. Just right away. Go for that right away question. So I have to tell you this. No, I get to tell this part here. (laughs) So I want you to know that we're, so our first date was awesome. We're Um, sitting across the table having dinner in a fish and chips restaurant. Spuds in Kirkland, Washington. Great fish and chips. And we're sitting there having dinner, talking with each other. This great conversation. Getting to know each other. Yep, we're having a great conversation. And then? It's casual. We're getting to know each other. We we really, we haven't known each other before this. You have to remember, this truly was kind of a blind date. And we'll get more into that later. (laughs) And so we're talking. And then, out of the blue, literally not, it's not even a part of the conversation. I think I was talking about- I asked about, her, can you live the rest of your life with a blind man? And without skipping a beat, I said yes. And we continued talking. We continued talking about, about my job and, like, and, later, what, and what Clark's job was. And and then again, out of the blue, Clark says- Could you live the rest of your life with a blind, blind man? And truly, I could not believe that he asked me <laughs> twice, but without skipping a beat, 
I answered him and I said, that's really not the question. The question is, could you see yourself living the rest of your life with a blonde? And I said, point taken. I slapped the table. I leaned back in my chair and let out a great big old Billy laugh. Oh my gosh. Clark's laugh is huge. It's one of the things that I fell in love with before I ever met him was his voice on the phone and that that endearing just humor and he loves life he loves the lord he has a he he doesn't let things stop him and again i didn't know at that time that he was blind so i knew that you know that this was what like you okay you didn't know that nate no i didn't know at the time i met oh, you on okay. the phone okay okay because if we back it up yeah clarification so point of clarification i met clark originally through the phone when i was working at our church and clark would be calling I would call call to try and connect with the youth pastor to come in and speak to the youth group at the church. And so I'd call and we'd have these minute and a half, two minute conversations on the phone because the youth pastor's never in their office. Yes. For anybody that's ever worked with anybody in youth ministry or teachers or people in education, oftentimes when you're working with youth, you are not in your office. You're hanging out with youth because you're building relationships you're getting to know them. You're being available because that's it's more fun that way. So Clark Clark's calling and he's trying to reach out to to our youth pastor and we have these little tiny conversations and we we talk for a few minutes. We laugh. I I talked about my son and honestly and, and Clark, as she as she talked about her son, I did not realize that she was a single mother because I wasn't li- looking for any relationship. So here's the funny thing. During this progress of these few conversations that we would have, I began to know pretty quickly that I really liked who this person was on the other end of the phone line. Again, I had never seen him. I did not know. I hadn't that. seen her either. <laughs> At that time, he had not seen me. But I, I didn't know that he was blind. So one day I just went into our associate pastor's office and I said, Good hey, Bill. friend of mine. Yep, a great friend. And I said, hey, Bill. Would you, you need to bring Clark into the office and you need to introduce him to me. So I'd kind of gotten this spirit of boldness. I mean, I was a single mom. I was working at our church. I was like, you know something? I already knew. I knew that I was going to marry this man. And I know that for those of you listening right now, friends, I'm telling you something. I know some of you out there know that when you know, you know, and there's no question. And I would love, we would love for our listeners to write in and and type in or whatever you want to do, however you want to communicate with us, let us know how you met. I would love to know how many of you. That would be fun. Well, I think I'd love to know how many of you knew first. Like, was it the man or was it the woman? Who knew first? Who in your relationship knew first? Who was it? Okay, so I was a little slow on the uptake. He was a little slow on the uptake. So, so Bill said, okay, great. He goes, I'll, you know, how do you want this to work? And I was like, um, no, he, he asked, he says, how much do you want me to be involved? Yes. And do any of you have friends that when they say, how do you, how much do you want me to be involved? That you get it a little puts scary. puts the fear of God into you. You're like, <laughs> I would never want you to be that involved because that scares me to death. I know that that means giving you control of this and you're going to take the reins and run with it. And so I was like. You know, I think that I just, what if we just kind of have this happen organically? And and Bill goes, he says, well, he says, maybe we could have you and Clark to the house some night for a barbecue. And you know the fact that you're just going to be there and we'll invite Clark over. 
And Carrie kind of walked out of the office and she comes back. I was like, okay, that'll, no, I said, that'll work. That'll work. And so now, now, unbeknownst to me, what was taking place in that moment when I left the office was that Bill was reaching out to Clark. He picks up, he picks up the phone and calls me and doesn't reach me, but leaves a voicemail. Hey, and he goes, he says, Clark, he says, uh, you need to come over to the house for, for a barbecue. I'm like thinking, okay, that sounds fun. You know, I'm always up for a good meal with my friends. So he must have gotten the voicemail before Bill called back. So what happened next is that during the time that I walked out of the office and just back to my desk, it was just a few moments. But, you know, friends... <laughs> When you're out, when you're out there right now, and like you know, you know that you kind of want something to happen, and you're like, you know, something. This is silly. This isn't going to happen that way. I was a single mom. My work was where my son went to school. Was where I went to church. Was where I worked. My life was a fairly small circle of relationships, and I thought, yeah, that's not going to happen. I'm I'm busy. I've got. I'm a full time mom, and so I so went back into Bill's office, and I said, okay, here's the deal. Um, that's not going to work. And I think that, yeah, you need just to be a little more involved. So I'm so, standing across the desk from him. Uh-huh. And, and, Bill, and Bill picks up the phone oh again. No, he leans back in his chair and he picks up the phone. And now I'm looking at him and I'm scared. Again, <laughs> to all of our listeners, oh my goodness, you guys, right? How many of you have that friend that when they when they get involved, again, it's your leg. Oh my gosh, what are they going to do? So, so you have Bill, no idea. So, Bill, so Bill's calling me, and this time I answer the phone. And I'm now I'm really scared because now he's it's like giving somebody <laughs> it's the mic. Voice to voice, yeah. person to person. And, and, and Bill goes and, and says, and it's like giving somebody a mic when you know you shouldn't give them the microphone. It's kind of like the, the power of the pen for those of you that have heard that term. The person in control of the pen, the person in control of the mic. They have total the control. They have the floor, and you don't get to stop them. And so Bill goes, he says, Clark, he says, I don't know why, but he says, Carrie thinks you're hot, and you should ask her out. <laughs> I was like, I'm dying. I am sitting there across from him, and I'm telling you something. Bill is looking at me right now, and he is, he's, he knows. He knows that he is, he's got me exactly where he wants me. I am I am uncomfortable. I am, in, I am embarrassed. I am I am mortified <laughs> that, that he is having this conversation with me across the desk. And I don't even th I don't think he told Clark that Carrie's standing right here. He no. just said, Carrie no, thinks just, you're he hot. Just, he just says, Clark, he says, I don't know why, but Carrie thinks you're hot and you need to ask her out. And I'm like thinking, okay, this is kind of interesting because you see, folks, I wasn't looking i was a single bachelor living my life as a motivational speaker traveling enjoying life getting to go skiing biking doing all the things that i love to do oh come on people his life was boring you know i think i think i have to back up a second though because did did i mention that when i went in to ask bill that to say that he needed to introduce you to me did i mention the fact that he said he's blind does that matter and I don't think I did. And I have to be honest, I answered back immediately with, no, it doesn't matter. I know that he loves life, he loves the Lord, and he has a great sense of humor. And those three things were enough. I had, I wasn't young. I was youngish, for sure. And Clark was, I found out later, he was much older. I have to be honest, folks. I got an I, old dog and I taught him new tricks. Yes, she did. <laughs> 
And so, so basically, one thing led to another, and we, we I did go in and speak to the youth group, and yes. that particular night after I was done speaking, it had been prearranged. I was set up that this blonde-haired, blue-eyed, beautiful woman that smiled every single time she talked would take me home. I. I didn't take you home. I gave you a ride home. Okay, you took me home. Although I do have to say later that you gave that me a ride home, and all <laughs> the way home, all the way from the church to my apartment, we talked, getting to know each other more and more. And so so she, I know. Well, so I have to ask because I know that a lot of our listeners, okay, friends, right? Sometimes again, you just know that you know that you know, and other times you have to kind of grease the wheel. You've got to ask more questions. You've got to spend more time. So I knew, but here's the thing. Clark was clueless. Yes, I was he, clueless. He had no idea. He did tell me later that he did not know that I was single. And um, he found out. I mean, that, that night, I think that after we, yeah. we talked yeah, on the I phone. I found out that, that yeah. night that she was and that she had a son. And so we get to my apartment complex. And she, we're, we're getting out of the car. And I'm like now going, I'm intrigued. She's single. Good looking. I'd like to spend more time with her. Okay, so not only is he blind, but he's smart. Just saying, folks. The man had his wits about him because he wasn't. So, he, so wasn't, he wasn't. He wasn't turning a blind eye. Good job. <laughs> so we get out of the car at my apartment complex, and I ask her. I said, "So, because this was Labor Day, it was just it was just before Labor Day weekend, and I knew that she was going to be out of town for Labor Day weekend." I said, "So, when you get back, would you like to go out for coffee?" Now, being bright and knowing exactly what I wanted, I said, yes, I would like that. And, and then, then I and then I emphasized it with that double clarifying moment of I would like that a lot. So as as she's now getting back in her car and I'm walking the short distance from the parking lot to my apartment, my heart is kind of going and my brain is like going, this is not exactly what I was expecting, not what I was looking for, but okay, God, what are you up to? And what do you have in store for me? And what are you going to do from here? Now, it was really cool. One of the things that I think that we need to point out is that when you were speaking to the youth group that night, you also had your guide dog, Toddy, who was a beautiful German shepherd with you, correct? correct. Yeah. Correct. yeah. And And the great thing about that is that I got to meet Toddy. I got to meet, you know, that that find out kind of a little bit more about guide dogs. Um, Bill had let me know that Clark had a guide dog. In fact, Bill had Bill had tried to let me know that we'd met earlier, but or that we were going to or supposed to meet earlier, but we never had. And I didn't remember that at all. And when I left and I was watching Clark and Toddy walk away from the car. I'm driving back the 10 minutes to my house and I, I have this song going through my head that was just this, you know, something in my life is changing. I can feel it in the wind. A gentle sort of rearranging is happening deep within. Lord, if this is you, then let it be. If this is me, then set it free. Lord, I want to follow your will. Okay, so... I have to be honest, God says, make a joyful noise. So that may not have been totally in tune, but I just kept repeating this all the way home because 
something had changed very much. I mean, I knew what was happening, but I, I knew that I don't think, I, I don't think Clark knew yet. And I knew I was very much aware that I was going to marry this man, but I wanted to make sure it wasn't something that I was planning now. Okay, folks so, out there, I have to know, I know that some of you plotted and planned to the way to your person's heart. And I want to know who that was. Don't be looking at, okay, do not give me that look. I know, quit winking at me, Clark Roberts. <laughs> there you go. Captured my heart already. So I got home, we talked on the phone, and um, and then I was leaving town. She was she was gone for Labor Day weekend. So she gets back Tuesday morning. I pick up the phone. I have to be honest, I was waiting for that phone call. I, I know knew it was she gonna happen. Was. Picked up the phone and called her, and phone rings maybe once, twice, and next thing I hear is this cheery, bubbly, smiling voice coming across the phone, which I got gotten used to hearing. And we talked for a couple minutes about how her weekend had been, and then I asked her. Do you said, remember the actual conversation? Because I don't. Do you remember it verbatim? No. Okay, I don't. good. Because I, I was going to be afraid I, I that you remembered it. I don't it. remember, but it wasn't a very long conversation. You could make something up, and I would totally agree with it because I don't remember what we <laughs> and said. Then I, and then I asked her, I said, So, do you have any plans for Saturday evening? She says, No, I don't. I says, Well, would you like to go out? Well, you was, might have to say that louder because literally she nobody said, could. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I was super, super excited. <laughs> okay, this is where you just have to like take a moment and pause and go. When you are accepting that first date offer, I guess in all honesty, it's like sometimes you're supposed to play hard to get, but it's like, no, I was all in. I already knew. And people around me already knew also. They could see it in me. They knew that I was going to marry this man. And I know there's some of you listening right now that you're going, there's no way. But I'm telling you that before we ever went out, before he ever asked me out, before he ever spoke at our youth group, from those phone calls that we had, those minute phone calls over that short amount of time, I already knew that I was going to marry him. All it was going to have to take was us being in the same room together, and that would be it. So, And for him knowing that I was in the same room with him. That's an important part of it, too. So now let's fast forward back to the restaurant. Back to the restaurant, right? He back asked to, me this question. Back to the restaurant. We're sitting across from the table, eating eating our fish and chips, enjoying getting to know each other. And all of a sudden, out of the blue, I asked her, could you live the rest of your life with a blind man? Yes. <laughs> and then a few minutes later, I asked her the same question. Could you live the rest, rest, rest of your life with a blind man? And again, I just said straight out, that's not the question. The question is, can you live the rest of your life with a blonde? And he did. I'm telling you, his head rolled back. He, if For those of you that haven't heard him yet, you will in some of these episodes. You're going to hear him in his full out belly laugh. And it was fantastic. Something else that they need to know about this date. Okay, so Clark did not have his guide dog with him. But that's that. No, no, no. They have to come back next episode. To, to learn more about more. that. Okay, so friends, I have a question for you. So first of all, we would love for you to share your stories with us. And one of the one of the things about that is the reason why Clark asked me that question. And one of the reasons why we have started this podcast is because we are trying to identify that all of us in our lives have struggles and adversity. And 
it's not that we're going to, you know, not if, it's when we're going to have those, right? That's one of the things you always tell the kids. It's not right. if you're going it's to not, have challenges. It's not if, it's when. It's when. It's when. And the important thing is how you choose to move through those, how you choose to deal with those, and how you choose to learn and grow and move forward, right? Exactly. And so we got to learn more about each other and our paths and some of the challenges and adversity that we were going through. And we learned pretty quick because... From that point forward, there was a specific reason why he asked me that question. And I don't believe that he told me that that night. Correct? No, I did not tell her that that night. Right. And so you are going to have to come back on another episode to find out why he asked me. Because seriously, folks, who asks a question like that on your first date? And oh, by the way, we did talk about marriage that first night, too. Yes, we did. And and, 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 and then, how many of and you? Then, yep. And wait, then wait. we the, and then we left the restaurant after we closed the place down, and we were trying to find a place to go get coffee, which there weren't as many Starbucks then, and they weren't open that late, and there weren't as many um, independent smaller coffee shops, and again, they weren't open that late. And if there so, were. and so we had to stop at a grocery store to pick up coffee because I told her that I was. Out of coffee, a national disaster, but I was. So we had to pick up coffee. And not only did we pick up coffee, but we picked up creamer. Okay, come on, people. Creamer. People. Because, because this particular beautiful, blonde, blue-eyed lady likes to have creamer or sweetener in her coffee. Okay, I am learning. I'm a traditionalist. I am in process. I am now drinking it almost black. but Almost but I want you to know something. This is not about how we drink our coffee. I'm just saying. This is about how we choose to tackle the blind date. <laughs> and, so we picked, and, up, we picked up coffee and we're leaving the grocery store. And Carrie happens to make some mention about her birthday. And I go, huh. I did? Yes, you did. I don't remember that. Yes, you did. And... And she goes, she says, what are you doing? He might be making this up, folks. How he, many of you make up stories because you're because no. because the people around you no longer remember the details of their life? And I said, no. I said, I'm cataloging. Because you never know when there's information that you've picked up that you're going to need. And you see, that was going to become a very important date for me to remember as we continue moving forward. To know when her birthday well, of is. course it is. Yeah. It's like the most important thing ever. The most important day of the year. Because when do you have a birthday? Every year. <laughs> the same time every year. Yes. Unless you were born on leap year, yes. in which case, so, I'm sorry. So then we, it sucks we, for them. We, took, we took the coffee and the creamer back to my apartment, made a pot of coffee. And do they yes, really, do yes, they really? yes, folks, I will admit I put creamer in my coffee do they need to know all the details of this <laughs> do, do we really need to explain all of this to them here's the thing you need to know i were willing to try he was okay that is not the same thing that is not like trying something in a new it way was new. it was a new way for me to drink my coffee okay this is not an adversity this is not a challenge this is not a life changing moment for you Okay, I'm just okay. saying. Okay. Okay, but I, for our listeners, friends, I know that 
creamer. It's kind of like toilet paper, roll up or roll down. It's like, it's toothpaste, cap on, cap off. It's those little things, squeeze from the bottom, squeeze from the top. I guess you always have to put the cap back on. So I guess your coffee could become one of those things. But this is not a podcast about marriage (laughs) and relationships. This is a podcast about about the first date. Well, is the adversity and challenge in this first date whether or not you put cream so, in your coffee? So while we were while we were sitting there in my apartment drinking our coffee, talking, getting to know each other, we finally left at three thirty in the morning. I did. It was a very long day. We really talked a lot, and it was great because we got to know each other a lot. And you know, I'm going to throw something out there, and then we're going to bring this this episode to a close. <laughs> Because I want to remind everybody that one of the things that we often tell our children is you don't kiss on the first date. Okay, so with that, I'm just telling you right now, I did not kiss on the first date. And Clark Roberts, stop looking at me like that. (laughs) Okay, there is something really, really called getting blindsided or getting blindsided. I was blindsided on this night. I'm just saying, and that's all I'm going to say. I shall not... I cannot neither confirm nor deny what then occurred. (laughs) But I can tell you that we had a great night and it was so much fun. And I knew leaving that night that I, again, I already knew I was going to marry this guy. And I think he was starting to figure it out. So I was. So we hope that you have enjoyed learning a little bit more about how. Mark and Carrie over (laughs) their coffee. Over there, over their coffee. These are the discussions we have while drinking coffee each day. And we really hope that you've enjoyed listening to a part of our story as we get to have an opportunity to share, hopefully as we go forward, parts of your stories and how you have chosen to live life. You're going to get to find out more about Clark and how how he became, how he lost his sight, as well as how he has chosen to take that gift and use it in the lives of others. And I'm super excited that I have been able to be a part of this journey for, oh my goodness, over 22 years. Very, very exciting. And there's a lot of great things that we want to share. There's a lot of great moments. There's a lot of great people we want to introduce you to. Oh my goodness, you guys are going to get a chance to hear from so many people that have gone through different types of adversity and challenges in their life. And they have risen to not just survive through that, but to thrive through it. And to share that with others. And we're excited to bring them on board. And in the midst of that, we're going to share little bits and pieces of our life because you asked. So <sighs> sorry that you asked, but that's what happens. Yes, you did. We're kind you of asked. open, we're kind of open books. And so with that, this has been Coffee with Clark. Oh, and Coffee with <laughs> Coffee with Clark and, and Carrie. So we hopefully, as we end, you will like this podcast. You will Share this podcast. And And you will subscribe to this podcast. So that you can continue getting all of the episodes when they become available. It sounds like a radio announcer. (laughs) And you too can become a part of this podcast. And we do want to. Actually, if you have a story story to share, we'd love to have you um, just message us and um, let us know. We'd love to have you come alongside and we can do this virtually. We can do it in person. Pretty much we can do it anyway. And no matter what, we will be doing it over a cup of coffee. So this have has a- been Coffee with Clark and Carrie. Once again, have a fantastic day. Like, share, share and subscribe. subscribe. Thank you for joining us today. If you have any questions or comments, please be sure to ask. 
Don't forget to like, share, or subscribe so that you do not miss one episode of Coffee with Clark and Carrie.